life is neat for the very first time. Justin. Hello, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay, I'm Lindy. I'm Miguel. Nice Miguel, to nice to meet you. Deep breath. We got this. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. We got this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? We're doing good, although we are a little bit delayed. It's your fault. It is my fault. My flight was delayed. So mm-hmm. not not totally my fault, but yes, Apologies. Whose fault is it, Delta? No, we uh, love Delta. It's not, never blame Delta. Never never blame Delta. Although while I was sitting at the airport bar, I was speaking to a gentleman next to me. I'm not a, I'm not one of those who likes to chat to strangers. You didn't even tell me. Who are this you? This is the first time we're talking since I literally haven't seen you all day. And this is the first That's time. True. This is the first I got. What time did I get home last night? Midnight. After? Yeah, you. John was like, "Oh, I'm coming home Thursday." He came home twelve oh five. So basically, he came home Friday. He yes. lied and he was delayed. I'm sorry, I would not consider <laughs> that a lie. I'm kidding. An under exaggeration is that a thing? Um, but I'm not one of those people. When I go and I'm killing time, I have an hour or two before my flight, and I go to a restaurant or a bar. I want to sit. And I mm-hmm. want to have a drink, yeah. maybe eat something, and not talk to anyone. Yeah, I feel you. I ordered a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Okay. The waitress says, do you want it medium or do you want it well? And I said, medium well, please. And she goes, we can only do medium or well. <laughs> <laughs> and I was what? like, and I was like, well, give, I was like, give it to me medium then. And it came out, it was perfect. It came out basically medium well. But she walks away and the guy sitting next to me at the bar turns and goes, it's unbelievable, isn't it? And I'm like, huh? And he was like, service these days, just the service industry has gone to shit. And I was like, yeah, I mean, in in some cases. And he talked to me, and a very nice guy. He talked to me for like the next half hour about how- Jesus, and you you told me you had a cheeseburger. I did have a cheeseburger. Yeah. Cheeseburger in a chat. But I'm telling you, this is the first time we've talked all day. But he mentioned how he flew Delta and he was pissed because they said, oh, sorry, we're not going to be able to do snack and beverage service this flight because of the rough air. But apparently it was the smoothest flight he's ever been on. So he thinks he thinks the service industry is just getting lazy Uh and they're blaming it on on the rough air and they just didn't want to serve. I don't know. I love Delta. It's my favorite airline. Yes. Uh, we don't explore too many. We usually stick to Delta. We, I mean, we've explored, we've flown, sure, JetBlue. Love JetBlue. I yeah, love it's JetBlue. fine. Yeah. United. Eh, take it or leave it. Um, international, we've flown a couple. But anyways, this is not a... American for certain directions or destinations. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a travel podcast, although that was our first thought when we thought about doing a podcast. Really, like, should we do a travel podcast? Yeah. And then we decided not to. Well, this is a little easier. I think so. It's more affordable. I, We'd have to go travel places to well, go Well, I would talk love that, but Maybe it's one not day. our job. No. I mean, neither is this. But. No. But speaking of work, let's get to work here. Let's do a little housekeeping before we get into the episode. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Okay. At Married to Reality Pod, we posted that we were delayed. 
on the Instagram. And so it's important to follow the Instagram because then you'll just you'll know what's going on with the podcast at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. You chat with us. You can see our memes that we make once in a while and all good stuff on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. So follow along there. Also, come join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. It's, it's about time you guys join because we have a Halloween bonus coming up. Mm-hmm. You may have heard that we may or may not be wearing costumes. May or may not. We may or may not be wearing costumes on this on this Halloween bonus. But if I were you, I would join. <laughs> Any level will have access to this Halloween bonus. So okay. from the Friends with Benefits all the way up to the Family Affair, you guys will get the bonus content. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is, but... I think you're going to enjoy it. The family affair level will get a bonus episode very soon. Mm -hmm. And I know what that's going to be, although I won't release that information just yet. Yeah, don't release it. And also, you don't know, you don't want to share what the Halloween one's going to be because we don't even know. No, we know that we (laughs) may or may not be wearing costumes. And that's the most important part. That's all you need to know. Yeah, so join us, patreon.com slash married to reality. If you haven't heard already, there's no bad time to sign up because there's subscription billing. So no matter when you join, you won't be renewed on the first like we used to do or Patreon, Patreon used to do. You'll just be renewed monthly on the date you signed up. You sign up on the 14th, the next month on the 14th, then the month after that until you say you don't want to renew anymore. We hope that never happens. But patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, make sure you're following the podcast, the one you're listening to right now, the one you're listening to wherever you're listening to it right now. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as Luna Sarufi. Pretty hot. That I love adorable. She's such a baby. That was an adorable moment. She's so cute. There were heart melting dog moments this episode and heartbreaking mm-hmm. dog moments this episode. And we'll talk about them all in just one second. Last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. It means a lot to us. If you have left a review, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. We love it. And we read it on our Monday night pod. Yeah. You drop us a five-star review. We're going to read all about it on the Monday night 90-day podcast for all to hear. You know what I love the most about the reviews besides the actual reviews? People's names. That too. But I love that some of you guys, when we read your review, you message us. Like, oh my gosh, like you guys read my review and it's always (laughs) so sweet. I just love it. I'm glad we, I mean... We're returning the favor, I guess. Some people might not care that we read it. We feel amazing. You make us feel so good with those reviews. So it's nice to be able to make you guys feel good by reading it and returning the favor. So thank you to everyone who's left us a review. Absolutely. We're going to read it if we haven't. We got a few to get through, which is a good thing. We like That's a good thing. We like all the reviews. All right. Let's pick up the episode where we left off last time. We are post-Dodgeball. Okay. Yes. We just need to kind of put a button on this little scene here because if you guys remember, Miguel was not pleased with the lack of cheerleading that Lindy was giving him during the game. Yeah, but she's on the other team. Like, what what do you expect? And I was trying to put myself in his shoes. I was literally sitting there today going, all right, if we if we were playing an intramural game, if we had friends and they invited us to play <laughs> softball or soccer. What's softball? Uh, baseball with a big ball. Oh, that's dumb. 
But okay. <laughs> so you're going to offend a lot of people. Softball is pretty popular here in the States. Oh, okay. You think baseball's dumb, though. So oh, that's true. Um, but if, if we went and played sports with our friends and we got separated, right? Mm-hmm. If they were like guys versus girls or if they were like no couples and we got separated, I don't think I would get mad that you weren't cheering for me as long as you weren't on my team. I mean, you and I are very competitive. Right. So I would just be like, John, you suck. And that's what I was thinking. (laughs) But in a a playful way, obviously. That's exactly how I was thinking about it. I I felt, oh, we would probably, we would probably joke with you. Yeah. Oh, 100%. No. I mean, I would not. I would not be cheering for you if you were not on my team. Let's just put it out there because I'm very competitive. But I would be, yeah, we would be joking about it. It goes. I would maybe, be like, you're so bad at it, but I love you. It goes maybe to show how serious Miguel takes certain things because at the end of the day, it's just a game. And so, it's a silly game. It, yeah. It's not some proxy for life. Oh, she's not cheering for me in this game then she's not going to root for me in life it's like no it's a game don't take it so seriously i think it would be a little sad as as dumb as this is if she wasn't playing if she was on the bleachers and cheering for the other team of course and that's that would be wrong and you'd go why don't you support yeah but you could be also joking and cheering for the ladies or i don't know but it's all intent it's all if the intent is to be funny then yeah it's not a big deal if she's trying to be dodgeball it's a made-up game well all games are made up well yeah but it's not like uh do they play it at the olympics um, probably, probably soon, probably in the next <laughs> 20 years, it'll, it'll make an appearance. But yeah, this, this whole thing was just silly because he's like losing his shit. She's crying saying, you need to accept me for who I am. Yeah. I don't want to be controlled. And it's so funny how there are the, uh, another couple who were like so strong and are like, oh, we don't have any issues. Oh my gosh. Can we get some issues? Can we finally have some issues? Now they cannot stop having issues. Mm-hmm. Alexis and Justin so in love. Then they came back to San Diego. Boom. They cannot stop arguing. It makes me wonder, did they always have these little issues, but it takes time to wear on a person, right? Immediately, something's not going to bother you the way it might bother you two months of it. Well, I think it's also about how... How they get along, because let's say I'm sure I do things that if someone else did that you weren't in love with, you were just casually dating, you would be like, oh, my gosh, like I this is this this is bad. Right. Mm-hmm. But because I do it once in a while and I'm not talking about anything. Specific. Yeah, I'm wondering what you're talking no, about. No, no, no. But because you love me, you accept me the way I am. You are like, well, yeah, sure. She has her moments. Right. Well, it goes back to what I say all the time, which is. If there's a few bad things early on in a relationship, there's not enough good to Mm -hmm. outweigh it. There's not enough good to bounce that out. So we've been together, what, seven years? Mm -hmm. So we have seven years of great times. If you do a couple things that get on my nerves, that's not going to tip the scale into a negative way. Whereas Lindy and Miguel, they have seven weeks Mm -hmm. of time together. So seven weeks of good times, I don't know. It might take two or three things to tip it. Yeah. The wrong way. But I think it all all comes down to the fact that she portrayed herself like a crazy person, crazy emotional person. So now when she is a little emotional, I think Miguel just sees it as like, right. wow, like this is this is bad. But 
is it that bad if you think about it? I just think he's just annoyed from the amount of her not following him, her not paying attention to him. That's bad. Right? That is that frustrating. Is, that is bad, but I think it was just one thing after another, right? So A bunch of little things. Let's say if you and I are having a serious conversation, right? And I see a bunny, I would be like, oh my gosh, like I'm sorry to bother right, you, but right, look right, at right. the bunny. And you would be like, oh my gosh. And then we would keep walking. I would still point out the bunny. But that's the difference is, again, we have seven years. So yes. if you did that today, I would go, oh, that's not Teresa's personality. She just saw a bunny. She wanted yeah. to bring. If you started doing that the first week I met you, I'd be like, oh, this is her personality. And that's she's, what I'm saying. Yeah she's, yeah, she's focused on everything but me. That's what I'm saying. And again, she kind of portrayed herself this way as like this crazy person like whoa i know i think she almost did that as a defense mechanism or as a way to protect herself by giving him a heads up hey just so you know i get crazy and she almost thought that was going to be better by by letting him know ahead of time hey i get yeah, crazy i know but in fact it makes every time she has a little freak out worse because he's just top of mind now going, here she is with them. one of those freak outs she was talking about. Yeah. Here she goes again. So I think it backfired on her. It sure did. And the thing is like, she's smart and she's, I guess guys find her cute because she's like this little bunny. <laughs> but yeah, like this is the crazy that she keeps talking about and it keeps speaking and her being so distracted is a little... <gasps> yeah. And I don't know if there she has some deeper issues. I think... Because it comes from maybe she has ADHD. It's just not... Maybe oh, she I don't even know. I don't even or, know about that. I, I wonder with her upbringing, with how sheltered she was mm. as a child, she wasn't exposed to all these things maybe. So now she sees something. She's like, oh my God, look at that. I I, I don't know. She's... She's just experiencing things for the first time. And so, of course, her reactions are going to be more over the top than someone who's used to well, a life to like that. kind of play the devil's advocate, she didn't just break free. She's been around for like 10 years. I know. Not but living in her strict upbringing environment. Right. But I'm saying the personality trait may have become yeah. ingrained in her from when she did escape. She might have just created this over-the-top personality and then it stuck with her maybe but whatever she's doing she needs to dial back and miguel needs to i feel like he got to the point that now everything annoys him like i don't yeah. think he was like that before i think before he was just like oh yeah this is this is still fine but now he just gets annoyed yeah. by all these little things and there's also the sense that oh things are about to get real and so maybe that puts more pressure on it a week or yeah. two in, you go, ah, this is early on in the experiment. This is great. We're on TV. Now you have days until decision day. Things are getting real. Well, he went from, all right, this is just an experiment for two months. Like, I don't know. To, I know. I love you. To, ah, uh, you, I'm annoyed. <laughs> you didn't bring a foam finger to the kickball game <laughs> for me. All right. So. We stop playing the dodgeball finally because we've been playing yeah. for two episodes, yeah. right? And we'll go to Kristen and Mitch. Yes, who are back from the retreat. Yes. And things seem to be good. 
The, yes. the best they've been, maybe. Mm-hmm. Even though Mitch has put Kristen through seemingly a lot And he's not done putting her through a lot. And I'm kind of, as much as I kept saying lately, like, yes, I hope they can make it. Now I'm feeling like... I don't hate Mitch anymore as I hated him at the beginning for being an asshole. But I feel like they are so different. So, so, so different that I can see them staying friends. I can actually, Mm. if they don't make it work, eventually I can see them being friends. But his extreme environmentalism and almost like, oh, I don't know if I want to show people. I don't know how people are going to look at me. Like, yes. You know what I'm talking about. We'll get there, but he wasn't wearing his ring, right? At well, the let's, conference. Uh, let's talk. He's got to yeah. he's got to go away for, for a, a work conference. And they think, okay, this is good. We'll see how we feel. This is going to be the first time we've spent any significant time apart. So it'll be good. Do we miss each other? Do we want to reach out and talk to each other? And Mitch says, it's going to be nice because it's going to be a blend of my married life and my old life. Old Mitch, single Mitch. Yes. This is where he starts saying things that I'm like, oh my gosh, why? Why would you say this? Here's here's my thought because we're going to have to jump around a little bit here. But when he gets back from the trip, they're in the car and Kristen sees he's not wearing his ring Mm -hmm. and they talk about it. I think, and I could be wrong, but I think... Mitch and her had a conversation before he left for the conference where he said, look, I'm not going to wear the ring. And that's where single Mitch was born because he said before he leaves, he's like, it's, he, he's very blunt about it. He's very honest when he says it's going to be a good trial, blend married life with single Mitch. So I think he's, oh. I think he was probably like, look, it's going to open up a whole can of worms. I don't want to have to tell people I'm on this TV show, so I'm just not going to wear the ring. And Christmas probably like, all right, single Mitch. And now maybe single Mitch is born. But does he know that it's actually going to air? After the fact. And here's the thing. I get it while you're in it. And maybe in his mind, he's going, I'm saying no on decision day. So this is going to come to an end. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. That's my what CEO. I was thinking. The only thing is that he doesn't think it's going to work. And so there is no point for him to even show or tell anyone he's married. Yes. Now, on the flip side, if there's even a small chance that he thinks it's going to work or he's going to say yes, then he needs to wear the ring because he he needs to be committed to the process. Mm -hmm. Going away for a few days and pretending you're single is not committed to the process. No, not you're at hi- all. You're hiding the process. I would be pissed. Uh, I, yeah, I know. I sometimes forget my ring, and you do too. Usually, like, when I go to the store, because I don't wear my rings around the house, neither do you. If right? I run out to the supermarket, I'm not putting my yeah, ring on. I mean, either. I know it's bad, but I don't. I have rings. I have, like, rings for my gym classes. Yes. I don't know. I just feel like. When I, you're around other yeah, muscly plus men. I see girls wear, and mm-hmm. I lift weights, guys. I'm not flexing. I mean. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but I see other girls wearing their engagement and wedding band. I can't, I couldn't do it because of it's so harsh. Like I have blisters on my hands, yeah. on my palms. Yeah. So I wear rubber rings for the gym. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, I still feel like I would feel sad not doing it because I see other people are doing it, right? Yeah. But if you went on a I don't know, a business trip 
and you didn't bring your ring, I would literally text you to buy a rubber ring somewhere. Yes. It just feels like, wait a minute, but you are married. Like, that's the way to show you're married. And that's where I say, oh, he's not as committed to this process yeah. as he should be. He's going about it like he's dating any girl for six, seven weeks. He's just, I'm not going to tell my, my colleagues about her. This is new. Well, no, you're married. Act like you're married, especially if you think there's a future. Yeah. Because the only way this process works, if you consider it working, is by committing to the process and giving it your all and then seeing, hey, did it work or did it not work? For sure. My question is this. If you go to an environmental crazy conference, yeah. what do you drink out of? Glasses. You think, who's going <laughs> to wash it all? I don't know. Um, I had other thoughts, though, similar to that of what's the transportation? Are they taking a big bus? There's no way they're all flying. That can't be good. What are the accommodations? Yeah. Yeah, I thought about this, too. Also, or, or also, then you say jacuzzi. I don't think that's that environmental friendly. You put all the chemicals in it. Also, I'm sure there's Mitch is like, we're going out to bars drinking. I mean, he's not a monk. He's an environmentalist. He's allowed <laughs> to have fun. Come on. Well, I just meant like, I think a lot of bars have you don't, plastic. I think he's extreme, but I don't think he is going to sacrifice every ounce of fun so that the planet stays a little bit better off. He's going to, he's got the, what, I what, just, just questions here. They're, they're fine questions. I don't have the answer is the real reason I'm saying this but i think it's i think yeah. it's everything in moderation a little bit that's very true but what is not acceptable is the luggage on the bed i don't understand uh, why people do it there i'm gonna give you one worse okay when lindy and miguel mm-hmm. were working out they came home oh my god ah! sat right on the sofa i know I was like, I think that's the worst. That's everything. That's, that's, that's everything that is wrong with putting luggage on the bed, aka you're laying on bench press machines yeah. and have weights on you, and then you're going and sitting on the couch. Plus all the sweat. Yeah, and that's no germs. About yeah, so I don't even sit bad. on the couch in clothes that I go to work in. We're a little extreme. We're, we're, extreme. we're extreme. Like, don't judge us. We're extreme <laughs> people. I just, I love cleaning. The house is clean. So when I hang it out in the house or you, I want us to be clean. Yeah. All right. Call me crazy. So Mitch goes away. Nothing really happens. There was one little FaceTime moment where Mitch was looking extra single wearing that hat. I was like, all right, that's single, Mitch. I see you, Mitch, with that oh, hat on. yeah. And he's like, oh, I've been so social. It hasn't even really been work. It's just more fun than anything. It's like yeah. he does tell Kristen he misses her, though, which and is good. Luna. Which is, I think, bonus points yeah. for you, Mitch. Then he gets home. They're heading to the beach. Yes. I think he's making progress with her whole appearance because even I looked at her and thought, that's a lot of makeup for someone who's going surfing. Yeah, but as a girl, I get it. No, you don't. You're on TV. No, you don't. We You're go to the TV. beach. We go to the beach. You wear zero makeup. That's true. Maybe. I mean, I don't wear makeup to the gym. I don't wear makeup to the store, right? But then someone takes a picture of me and I'm like, whoa. Who, who, <laughs> I should put, some, should, should put some blush on. 
who it is. Yeah. I just thought, okay, because I've seen her more toned down. Like I literally, she was wearing nighttime dinner makeup to go surfing. And that's where I was like, all right, Mitch is making progress because he's not bringing this up at all. Well, I think he learned his lesson, but maybe it's because Mitch is hungover. He's like, I'm so hungover. So much partying. I'm like, Jesus. I don't see him as a partier that much. I'm sure he was so drunk that he was drinking out of a plastic cup. All right, you take it easy over there. <laughs> um, yeah, and Kristen wants to know about the girls on the trip, which uh, this is, they're both wrong for this. Mitch is wrong because he was like, yeah, there were some cute surfer girls. Like, you don't need to. But also, Kristen, don't ask. Of course there was girls there. Yeah. Who can like what you, what's good's going to come? He's either going to have to lie to you or give you the truth and you're not going to like it. So why? What does it matter if there was girls there? You don't trust your husband? But that's the thing. Yes, whatever Mitch said, he's like, of course there are cute girls. Every beach town has cute girls. It's like, dude. Right. But at the Wrong same answer. time, you and I are married, right? We've been together for a while, as you said. I fully trust you because you know it very well. If you fucked up, that would be it. And same goes for me. But it's not even that. You know that I wouldn't. I absolutely. So I fully trust you. But when we started dating and you went on a business trip or so, I didn't ask, but I was wondering. Okay, but I'm so glad you didn't ask because asking is showing that you don't have confidence. Yeah, but that's why. Yeah, I didn't ask because same thing. I'm like if. There are other girls. Well, it's going to come out and we're not going to be dating for too long. But was I wondering about it? Absolutely. That's normal. Now I don't for years because I fully trust you. But at the beginning, I was like, all right, you went away for a few. When you went to Dewey Beach with your guy friends, you went on a wild weekend. We were dating for a few months. Did it cross my mind? Sure. Absolutely. Did I ask you? No, I was just being a cool girlfriend. Yeah. And... I'm telling you, that goes so far because then you feel like, okay, I have trust, which is so important. I don't have someone who is needy and insecure and I feel like I can live my life and I'm not going to have a parent or jealous or jealousy, anything. It goes so far just to not ask a simple question like, so were there cute girls there? It's like, what good? There's honestly nothing good will come from I that. I totally agree. All I'm saying is that she should she should have thought of it. That's fine. Or she could have thought of it. But asking is like, meh. Now, here, here's the flip side as I'm thinking about this episode specifically. He wasn't wearing his yeah. ring. So I guess maybe now you go, oh, you're not wearing your ring. Why wow, is there cute girls yeah. there? So maybe then you're allowed to ask. But I think it... Yeah, I I wouldn't ask if it was me because, as you said, you probably, especially in her case, maybe you don't want to hear the answer if you have the need to ask. You know the answer. You know the answer. Of who course. Would, honestly, who would want Mitch? Who's going to deal with him? Oh. <laughs> those those drunk environmentalists. He hasn't banged anyone for a year prior to Kristen. You think now all right. of a sudden he's going to go on a conference and bang it out? Right, right. Bang friends? Bank friends? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. <laughs> Shout out to Luna's Life Fest. Because oh, this is just, she's so cute. This is the most adorable thing I've seen in a long time. They they all hit the waves. Luna was shredding. And what I loved to see was Luna and Mitch surfing together. Mm-hmm. Because for a second, I forgot it was Kristen's dog. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is Mitch's dog. They're surfing together. I was like, wait, no, it's not. 
they've created this bond. And got good for Luna for really standing on the board. I think Luna did more surfing than Kristen yeah. because we saw zero footage of Kristen surfing. Yeah. She was like, oh, the, yeah, surfing was great. You know, it was. it's kind of like our marriage, wave after wave, it, hitting us in the face and it becoming peaceful after. I'm like, did you even surf? Because we didn't, <laughs> we didn't see you get up on a wave at all. I wonder what's going to, like, do dogs like the ocean? Maybe so. Yeah, dogs love, well, certain dogs love to swim, I think. Well, I don't think that dog loves to swim. <laughs> I feel like that dog's like struggling on land. My dog loves to swim. She loves to swim so much that she got a cold once when she swam in a frozen water. Hmm. Uh, but, That's sad. But they're big waves and Luna's so tiny. I know. It was cute. It was very cute. All right. That is Mitch and Kristen. Yes. I think let's take a quick break. I didn't want to take a, a break this early, but... We, we, were, we had a lot of talking to do. All right. So we'll take a quick break. When we come back, Lindy and Miguel. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Let's talk about his dirty sweaties. All right. <laughs> Lindy and Miguel. So the retreat's over. Lindy is super happy about this. She says it was terrible. And I honestly... This was bad because she's like, I hate, I fucking hated every set moment of it. Even the prom that he organized for you and the dress. I get there was some drama. The bad outweighed the good. Come on. The bad was bad. But I feel like saying something like this is like, you're so high school. I mean, it was a high school prom. There you like go. You don't have to live it all the way back to high school. Yeah. So Miguel is terrified that they're having these issues already. Yeah. I was just going to say, if I prepared something for you and okay, we get into an argument or so. And then later on, you're going to tell me I fucking hated everything. I'll be like, I put a lot of thoughts in it. I get it. We argued, but you hated everything. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I don't know that. I would would personally get slightly offended. She could have been a little more careful with her words, but in the grand scheme of things, the prom was probably three hours out of a 48-hour weekend. Yeah. So I think the prom aside, she had a terrible yeah. time. All right. So, okay. Miguel, as I said, he's a little uncomfortable. He's a little terrified that they're having these issues already. But he says he wants to make things work. He wants to try. He wants to try. And Lindy's like, divorce is not an option for me. And she kind of makes a good point because she says, you're making it sound so bad. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a small bump. We argued. We maybe had to argue. We had to go through a few things. But in the grand scheme, it was a small bump, right? There will be issues. Every marriage has issues. And the fact that he looks at it as like, oh, my gosh, it was the worst thing ever. It wasn't. Well, I agree with you. And... Watching this, I go, Lindy is sounding like the adult here yeah. for once. Yeah, in you this know? moment she did. She always yeah. comes across like yeah. a little more Im- immature, a little more infantile. And Miguel is this smart scientist guy. The roles reversed here. I was like, wow, li- yeah. listen to her. Listen to someone who's seemingly not been in a serious relationship or mm-hmm. marriage, right? And she's she's saying the right things. And I was surprised that mm-hmm. this was coming from her. And again, we'll say it again. I think she sabotaged herself a little bit yeah. by 
by putting the fear in Miguel that, well, it's bad now. Mm-hmm. And if you think this is bad, just wait because it's only going to get worse. And so he's going, well, why am I going to wait around for it to get worse? Yeah, for sure. Well, then they do some working out. Well, Miguel, because Lindy doesn't work out. Well, at first I was like, look at you, Lindy, hitting the decline bench press like a boss. Like the decline bench press is no amateur exercise. <laughs> a, a normal flat bench, a couple five pounds in each arm. That's that's par for the course. But she was hitting that decline. I was like, all right. But yes, yeah, she doesn't want to take it any further than that. So she's like. How about I'm just your cheerleader? Yeah. I heard you like when I cheerlead for you. What if I just stand <laughs> off to the side and, and I do a couple of rah-rahs? I feel like if he is really into working out and a healthy lifestyle and she isn't, it's going to be a problem. He hasn't made it his personality the way some other people have. Yeah. Like I feel like Jake from, not from State Farm, from a previous. <laughs> That's literally the first thing I thought <laughs> Look of. Look at how State Farm just owned the name Jake. Uh-huh. Um, Jake, 80s Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta. He, he loved talking about his house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like every person he talked to, he talked about his house. His personality was working out. Yeah, and the, and the 80s. And the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Miguel, I don't think he's, Dungeons and Dragons, I would say, seems True. to be more his personality than working out. True. Neither, neither Lindy is that thrilled about, but. Yeah, speaking of, we have the friends coming over to play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, not yet. Hold on. Because you're skipping over one of the biggest moments in Lindy's life. Her insurance card arrival. She got her insurance card, which is a big deal for her. And the reason I didn't want to skip over it is because Lindy now is feeling a little more secure because she's got the insurance card. She wants to feel just a little more, even more secure before she changes her name, right? To change mm-hmm. her last name. And she says, the only reason I'm having doubts, the only reason I don't feel secure enough to change my last name right now is because of you, Miguel. I feel like you're not totally in. And she goes, I'm cha- I'm changing my name for you if I do it. I'm happy being LOA forever. And Miguel snaps back, you can keep it like that then. Like he, he, the tables have turned. He's become this emotional, reactive, more immature Well, partner. okay. I'm going to take Miguel's side a little bit because he did put her on his insurance. It's a big thing. Like she could hyphenate her name. Okay, but think about it. That practice, like the the paperwork must have started days if not weeks ago mm-hmm. for the insurance yeah. card to have arrived. A lot has probably transpired in that week or two since they applied for the insurance and now she has it, that things change. And now if you're acting like this and you're freaking out over dodgeball and who knows what else, maybe I feel differently. Well, you remember how she got the insurance card? She lost her shit and she cried and eventually Miguel was like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, the I ambulance. Mean, putting someone on your insurance is a big deal. Uh, I don't know if it is or it isn't. We're on, a, we're on separate insurance just because yeah, it's more affordable that way. Yeah. But, I have a better insurance. You should get on mine. The marriage part is the big deal. The, the getting married so that you could be on each other's insurance is the big deal. The actually getting on each other's insurance, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's probably more of a big deal in a maths couple because it really is that first thing you're doing after marriage that's like, oh, wow, 
we couldn't have done this if we weren't married. Yeah. Honestly, I would not personally change my name this early on, especially with all the fights. No. In this case, right? But I get Miguel's point. She asked him for something this big, but when he brought up the name, instead of her saying, you know what, I want to change it, let's wait a little, let's see how things are going. But absolutely, if things are well after decision day, I'll be happy to. Because I think it's a nice gesture. Or hyphenated, if you don't well, want to drop your are, name. I think they are talking about hyphenating, yeah, actually. Yeah, but the way she talks about it, it's like, oh, I'm going to lose myself. This is my identity. It's like, no. That, that, so don't get married. I'm Be single forever. Two thoughts. I'm surprised, one, she doesn't want to kind of run away from that past. That's true. Because she had that yeah. strict upbringing. I'm surprised she doesn't want to escape that. Two... Insurance is a little more time sensitive than a name change. Every day you go without insurance, you're rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I just launched into an ad read. I'm like, every day you go without <laughs> insurance, you're rolling the dice. That's why. Check out Oscar.com. Um, okay. but, the, but the name change, the name change, well, whether you change it this weekend or a year from now, it doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, all right. So... Lindy is a moron. You know why? Why? Because she's living her best life. She's traveling, isn't working every single day. But then she doesn't have money for the insurance. How about you work fucking five days a week? Yeah. You pay your student oh, debt and you pay for your insurance. I honestly, I used to pay for my own insurance. It is expensive. It's not that crazy. You can find cheaper options. Come on. Yeah. So the fact that she's being a moron saying, oh my God, I can't even go and see a doctor. So did you just get married because of the insurance? Or if you have money issues, fucking work like a normal person five days a week. Boom. Well, I, I'm speaking out of my ass here because I don't know. But I bet you she's not being offered insurance because she's not working a full-time Absolutely. job. And if she, not only would she have more money if she worked yeah. more hours, she would have the ability to get insurance. Absolutely. Again, speaking out of my ass, I don't know what her well, working I'm situation is. Well, I'm pretty sure is. she works in the medical field that if she was a insurance. full-time employee... I'm pretty more than positive that they would offer her some sort of an insurance. Safe or, to assume. Or if you do work five days a week, I would hope that in the medical field, you would have enough money to pay yeah. for your insurance. If I could pay for it a few years back when I had to because my mm-hmm. boss was an asshole. Yes, it was expensive. But again, if I could, you can too. But I worked for it. There so that's go. why she's being a moron and this whole thing's ridiculous. All right. Let's move on to <laughs> the Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. And I need to look more into this game because I was so confused. I was Very like, confused. Are they doing improv or did they read these character profiles? Where are the dragons? What's happening? I I feel like they make up the stories because they were going to a bar. I'm I like, loved it. I don't go to a bar. I loved it when they were just sitting there doing improv or what I thought was improv. But then as soon as it turned into like those little figurines and rolling dice, yeah. I was like, you lost me. But they were like in the middle of the board. There was nothing. You know, when you play certain games, you roll the dice, you yeah. go one, two, three, and then something happens or Monopoly. Right. You How do you go win? In the How jail. do you win? How do you, what, what's the objective? How do you win? Where are the dragons? And how, it's not like you sit down, you play, you win, you lose. I, I think this know. is like a never ending fucking game. Teresa, they're all losers. Oh my God. I'm gosh. kidding. I'm kidding, you guys. I'm sure we have D&D. I, I I've never played it. I mean, I'd actually would play if someone would teach me how. I hate playing games. 
Oh, I don't mind it. There's some games I don't like. Some games, like Monopoly takes too long, so I can't deal with that. I love, but there's like one Clue? game. Give me a good game of Clue. There's this one trick game. It's basically like Monopoly, but with horses. Oh. You like deal horses. And it was like, I loved it. But it's a long game. You play for multiple hours. And if you are good at cheating like myself, you always win. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, I only cheated with my grandma. But... But, yeah, games are not big. I don't like playing games. All right. After the game, everyone goes their separate ways to talk with their friends. That, yes. That were over to play. Lindy sits down with her friend Gabby, who is not very Gabby at all. She wasn't gabbing at all. She barely had anything to say. But she she's telling Gabby that, I don't know if Miguel understands marriage. I don't know if Miguel understands the fundamentals of what a marriage is. Now, Gabby didn't really offer anything, but yeah. I'm going to offer something to her. Okay. Get bangs. Ooh, well, here, she, we go, here we go. Well, she has here a, we go, Teresa. And this is not me being oh, mean. Okay. I don't see it going any other she way. She has a tall forehead. Uh -huh. Some people do. Uh -huh. If you have a tall forehead, oh, get boy. bangs because oh, it's going to look good. Okay. I thought she was a very pretty woman. If any, I, I don't I'm know not if anyone agrees or not. I but. didn't say she is not. I said she has a tall forehead. <laughs> get, I have a very small forehead, you have however. Tiny, you have a tiny so forehead. So when my mom used to do bangs on me, I looked ridiculous. <laughs> I looked so bad. went down looked like a mustache. I'm like the opposite. I looked bad because I don't have a big forehead. All right. That's my suggestion. I think she would rock it. Okay, good. Okay. That's, that's advice from Teresa. So she brings up the control that Miguel is trying to have and she thinks he's trying to make her fit his agenda and she says, he's dampening me as a person. And I'm telling you, a lot of you may disagree with me. I'm pretty team Lindy for most of this, but she does need to take some personal responsibility mm -hmm. because asking you to not bring up a bunny rabbit that you see while you guys are having a serious conversation. Like that's not dampening you as a person. That's not dimming your light. That's just like, Hey, can you focus yeah. on our conversation when we're Especially having one? Especially if, if he's rapping. Well, come on. It's better with a beat, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> and here's, here's what Gabby has to say. Just be yourself. You have to say what's bothering you. If he leaves you, he's not your person. That's true. And get bangs. And I'm going to get bangs. <laughs> um, so then Miguel's talking to Frankie, who is a woman. Something Frankie. Sounds good, guys. I like the name Frankie for a woman. Frank, yeah, Frankie. Mm, I like the name Franklin as a man's name. No. Frank. Reminds me of a turtle. Frank is like the onomatopoeia version of a name. Like I like the name Frank. Frank is so Frank. It's just like, ah, Frank. It just ends all of a sudden. What about Frankenstein? <laughs> uh -huh. Imagine having a little Frankenstein. We can all, call kids, him all kids are little Frankensteins. <laughs> um, so Miguel's talking to Frankie, brings up the communication issues and how it's making him insecure and makes him wonder whether we're right for each other or not. And he's like, I know, I know I hurt Lindy by voicing my doubt. And Frankie does make some sense when she's like, she just doesn't want you to stop trying. Mm -hmm. And I could see that. Is Every time you say something negative or show you you have doubt, Lindy's going to question, oh, is he giving up? Is he going to bail? 
And Lindy just needs that reassurance. No, I'm, uh, even though we have issues, we'll address them. I'm not saying I'm going to run away from them. I'm saying let's address them. I think if they make it and say yes on D-Day, the cameras being gone will help them. I would agree. Because I, I, I think they agree. both are very, especially Miguel, cautious of how they're being portrayed, I yeah. think. Yeah. But, I, think, I think it's a, an added stressor for most of these couples. But I feel like they always forget about the nest cams. Oh, hello. Nest cams. Nest cam alert. Always catch all these fights. Yeah, once the friends left, Miguel was upset that Lindy... Basically, that Lindy talked to her friend, even though this was clearly a producer driven idea of like, okay, you go talk to Frankie. She's going to talk to Gabby. Like Miguel's upset about it. Well, he's upset because he's like, well, if you're venting to your friend, why don't you come and vent to me? I don't know. Don't you feel like she has? Well, I don't think if you if you had a problem with me and you were telling your friends, but not me, I would have a problem with that. I, I completely agree. I just feel like they have had these conversations. We always said, oh, they're so good at communicating. They're yeah. so good at commu-. You're allowed, I think, to seek advice from others. Yeah, and especially in this situation. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was bad that she talked to her friend, but I feel like, did she tell him what she told her friend? Is she communicating that exactly? I don't know. That's but kind of my thing. I do. I see how Miguel reacts when she says something like, "Hey, I'm I'm changing my last name for you. I'm I'm perfectly fine keeping my last name." And him being like, "Well, then keep it." All right. He has this tone. He snaps back. He's not the most warm of a person when you tell him things he doesn't want to hear. True. So I could see why she would go to someone else. And the fact that he would get upset over this is crazy. And he's like, I "Can't do this." I don't know if I can be in a two-faced relationship where you talk shit behind my back. Like, th- you're you're going overboard, Miguel. Also, how did he know that she talked shit about him? Because it's a great point, and I'm sure Miguel was like, "So what you and Gabby gap about?" And she probably told him, and he's like, "What? I can't believe you would say that." Well, she told him that he's not talking behind his back. I know. I, I I'm telling you, I'm Team Lindy. She seems to be the more mature one, more and more every episode. Well, Miguel gets more and more emotional. I'm thinking no one because she's too emotional and too crazy. And he, I feel like he's basically over it. I think he was really into her, but there are things that he's very particular about. And some of it is maybe her being a little too much. And I just think that now everything she does wrong in his eyes just is exaggerated because he's annoyed. I'm not saying it's a, He's right, right? But I'm saying that if she did something like this two weeks ago, he mm-hmm. would be like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad you shared with your friend. Now she's like, ah, behind my back. Just another thing he can be annoyed about. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right. Stasha and Nate. Let's talk about them. They're going to look at their new home. Okay. Stasha's, Stasha's new home. Stasha's home. Nice home. Terrible fridge. Well, yeah, I this, mean that's a college fridge. The fridge, I like the design. They're expensive, actually. But why don't you get the bigger size? Yeah, like pour some water on it, see if it grows. This thing <laughs> was a dorm-sized fridge in a grown-up-sized kitchen. Yeah, and then she has the space for the big fridge. And I, at first, I was going, eh, it's just temporary, probably yeah. because she's just moving in. She doesn't have yeah. her fridge yet. 
But Nate called it out. was like, oh, I like this fridge, like nice design or whatever. And she was like, yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, it's only here until we get the bigger one. It's like, that's the fridge? There's well, no not, way. Oh, it's not going to hold food for two people. I'll tell you that. There's no way. If she's so particular about her designs, then she needs to get someone else in there gonna, to design. I was going to say, if she thinks she's good at interior design, <laughs> she's not. Maybe that's her diet plan. It's like, I can only eat what fits in this fridge. <laughs> Small portions. It's not bad. It's not a bad idea. So... Nate's loving the house. Yes. I was going to say, all right, she's all about the design, but she's like, well, this tiny backyard is going to fill with concrete. Yeah. What? That's what I'm saying. I don't know that she has the best. If her one, her one must have was. The tiny fridge? No, it was like octagon, black octagon tile or whatever she said. I was like, that's it? Because you saw one page of a magazine that had this, like. This is classy. I'm getting this. Then you don't have a design hype. That's the yeah. only thing that you cared about was the sh- shape and color of your bathroom tile. Well, let Nate get in there and, and mess around a little bit because I think grass in the backyard is a great idea. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, she's going to take care of it. It was a tiny backyard. Also, you make like $900,000. Yeah. You can hire someone. You can hire the neighbor to come you would over and You probably pay them like 20 bucks because it's, it was so small that they could probably cut the grass used, in 10 minutes. I used to mow lawns. I had a little bit of my own lawn mowing business when mm-hmm. I was a young John. You know the size of my yard. Yeah. Growing up. This is not, I, I don't know how big it is. It's, I don't know, like a quarter of an acre or something. It's uh, very, it's small. I would, I would. Do the neighbor's houses, similar size yards, 25 bucks a pop. Yeah. For that a whole entire yard. You can get someone over there for 10 bucks to, for sure. to mow that thing. So, okay. Yeah. So they're like sitting on the couch chilling and everything is very white, which I like and I don't. It I is like, stressful. I like contrast, like dark walls and stuff. Um, But... Yeah, I feel like it's just white. It's very sterile. I get it if it's well designed. You maybe have like a pop of green. You have some plants around, right? But just white with nothing on the walls. That's not design. I'll tell you that. No, and she's not living there yet. So let's not get too on her case. Well, she said it. She said, I don't like things on the walls. I don't Mm. like, I just like clean I'm like, oh, okay. uh, express yourself a little bit. Throw some art up. I will say until like we started actually getting into art and like we have a couple original pieces by local artists, I didn't appreciate it until I just did it. And then once we got into it, I was like, oh, my God, this is the way to do it. What are you talking about? We made our own art. Yes. We but made the, the gallery wall in our New York apartment. It was so cool. You're right. You're right. But. Okay, so once you came into my life, before mm. then I was probably like, yeah, one one poster on the wall is cool. Now, enough is enough. But I think once you dip your toe into it, then you realize, oh, my gosh, I could transform this room. I could express myself. There's so much to it. Yeah, I think you had the one big poster from Andy Warhol on your yes. wall. Yes. And then I gave you the otter. Yeah, on the dictionary paper. Yeah. And That's she's the- wearing rain boots. <laughs> It's cute art. I like that. Yeah, Um, we still have it. Okay. Anyways, we digress. We tend to do that. So they're talking about the house. They're talking about how white the house is and how sterile and clean. And Nate's like, well, if we have kids, things are going to get dirty. Yeah. I didn't see Nate as the neat freak. I kind of thought Stasha was going to be the neat freak, but Stasha's just like, yeah, well, 
teach them not to mess things up. She was so much more calm and cool about it. Was she? Oh, she was so much more practical, I well, think. Well, I think Nate was just saying things will get dirty. That's, you know, things no, on I the wall. No, I thought he was saying, like, we shouldn't keep it this white and clean. I, that, maybe we're, we're interpreting it differently. Well, yeah, I think he was freaking out over the house being so white and clean. Yeah. But she... Instead of her being like, you know what, yes, kids will probably mess it up, but it's fine. She goes like, they won't. I'll teach them otherwise. It's like, well, that's good too. I mean, you don't want kids drawing on the wall with crayons. Yeah, but you also don't want kids to be wearing, like, to be walking on the line so that on a certain no, path. There's a happy And not be touching but anything. But there is, I'm going to teach you to take your shoes off when you come in from the playground. I'm going to teach you not to. Everyone should be taking their shoes off. Exactly. So that's how you teach kids not to mess yeah. things up. Yeah, but again, kids are dirty. They eat. They're going to drop things. It's just part of being kids. I don't think that's what Nate was talking about. I literally thought he, he Really? Was, that's what I picked up. I think he was talking about like they're gonna be bouncing off the walls with finger paint and crayons and it's gonna get messy and they're gonna be making homemade volcanoes and that's what i thought he was saying. what you've never made a homemade volcano no what you what? never did baking soda and vinegar no what no oh my gosh did you go to elementary school in america <laughs> <laughs> that was like a classic classic science experiment no we didn't do that if you i don't know i guess you use clay you'll you probably put like a soda bottle Mm -hmm. And then you build a clay volcano around mm -hmm. it to the opening and you put baking soda and then you, I think it's vinegar. I could be wrong. And then it just, chemical reaction, it explodes yeah. and lava comes out of the volcano. Nice. See that? Yeah. I learned how to put a condom on a banana. That's Europe, folks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different kind of volcano. So Jesus. cut to them shopping at the hardware store. I love a good hardware store. Mm-hmm. And love a good hardware dog. The dog was so swell. That was one of the most, we, so many swell dogs this episode. So many swell dogs. This dog may have taken the cake. This, I love, I would love to keep that dog. I love that that dog just has a job. It goes right? to the hardware store every day, just greets people. I think, I think he is the co-owner. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's there every day. <laughs> so they're there looking for some decor, some doorknobs, handles. And this is where we see... Stasha and they clearly have different tastes. Very different tastes, but very different tastes than me too. Both yes. of them. Yes, yes, which is which is fine. Yeah, yeah. like Stasha was like, I just want to do like white and with pop of gold. Gold. Yeah, gold's in. Gold's getting in. Not for me. Not nah, for depends. me. Then nah, not the, uh, gold's in. No. Like a, a brushed gold, not a shiny gold. Nah, it's in. Um, but here's the problem. They have different tastes. Stash is always going to win because it's quote unquote her house, mm -hmm. right? It's technically her house. And the Not issue, technically, it's her house. It's her house. And the issue is going to be if Nate can't put his, his personality, he can't put his touch on things, he's never going to feel at home. He's mm -hmm. never going to feel comfortable. True. So Nate's like, well, what about this? And she's like, nah. And they goes, well, all right, I'll let you prioritize things if you want to prioritize them. Like if you want to prioritize a living room. And Sasha's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was confused, but I think what he's basically saying is find the most important thing in your home, whether it's the bedroom, the living mm -hmm. room, whatever room is most important to you, have at it. The rest, we're going to decide 50-50. 
winning solution maybe give give Stasia one yeah. it is her home but you do need to compromise at some point oh you, my gosh he he's not gonna feel at home if she's not gonna let him I think I know the, anything I think I know the answer to this question but I rented my second apartment in New York but that's different you moved into it after like a year of yeah. me living there by but myself but I helped you find it that's the difference I basically Jen and I basically lived together for a year and a half without living together. I still had my place, he had his place, yeah. but we were spending like six out of seven nights together. Yes. And so I helped you build the gallery wall. I helped you. I cleaned your apartment. Mm-hmm. I didn't even live there. Like I basically lived there. That's why it was very different. And they were like my stuff all over the place. I gave you my dinosaur. So did you feel any different in terms of feeling at home between... When you were not living there technically and when you were living, like at some point you started paying rent. Yeah. So did you feel a difference between when you weren't paying rent and when you were paying rent as in terms of comfortness and at home? And I mean, a little bit then I felt a little more comfortable when I just like hanging out there when you weren't there. Right. Okay. Because before it was like... Okay, oh, this is I'm here all the time waiting for you, but it's not my. I don't live here. And I think that's interesting. It's something I didn't think about until I just said pay rent. So Stasha bought this house. Mm-hmm. I doubt she paid cash for it. She's probably got a mortgage. Yeah. So as soon as Nate starts paying towards that mortgage, he come on, he's got some ownership yeah. of that house, and let's see how that's split up. Is she going to pay seventy five percent and he pays twenty five, or is it going to be fifty fifty? I mean, if you made five hundred thousand a year, maybe she did pay cash. I don't know. No, that's probably like a million dollar home. It's probably not a million dollar home, yeah. but but yeah. I think she put a lot of money down. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. I just think Nate makes good money. He, Nate makes six figures. Maybe they go halves on the mortgage, and if that's the case, he should have. Just because she picked it out, yeah, they should have the right to go 50-50 on it, I think. Unless okay. he doesn't care. And he says, no, nah, you you do you. So, new day. It's time for a hike because Nate has a surprise. They're going to go on this hike. <laughs> and then at the end of the hike, he's got a creative California activity. They're going to make guacamole. Oh, this is the worst idea I have ever how, seen on maps. How long did the avocados sit there? Not only that, the last thing I want to do after I've just hiked is have to work for my food. I want to finish the hike and the guac and the chips and the margaritas are sitting there already made. I don't want to get to the top of the mountain and go, all right, now I got to make guacamole. All right, all right, let me stop you right here. They didn't hike. They went from a parking lot to the picnic area yeah. on the road and they called it hiking. It wasn't hiking. They just went to the picnic table and made the guacamole. But I'm with you. If you're going <laughs> hiking, then yes. If I if I put some elevation in and some miles and the last thing I want to do when I get to the summit is to start cooking. Yeah. But this wasn't hiking. This was nah, going this to was the somewhat, picnic this table. This was somewhat hiking. They, no, it was a walk. They went on a walk. So I was going to go on the same rant and then I Googled the definition of a hike. And I was like, oh, I guess I can't. I guess they went on a hike. Because let me, I'll pull it back up for you. Uh, a long walk, especially in the country or wilderness. This was, was a long walk in the country. I don't think it was or, a long walk. If it was a mile, that's a long walk. Usually the picnic areas are not that far from the car because you bring your own food and everything. It's usually near the parking lot, maybe half a mile. 
All right. I mean, I'm with you. I was going maybe go on, a month. Maybe I was, was going go on the same rant. Yeah. But well, I'm, think not, of, I'm not cheating, but I'm saying that wasn't hiking. That was okay. a long walk. Okay. So they get they finish their long walk. They start talking about kids, and there's this tension between having kids and having fun. Nate doesn't think you can have fun when you have babies. He thinks it's got to be all about the babies and you got to put the fun on hold. Yeah, he's so wrong here because that's my that's my thing. When we do have kids, if we do have kids, I, I've been telling you this for a long time. I'm like, you can have fun with kids. You can take them on hikes, for example. You can travel with them. You can do, you can take them to breweries. Yes, obviously it's not going to be as easy if it's just the two of us, right? You will need to pay attention to this little human. Yeah. But it's not impossible. Like you should be taking the kids out. You should be having fun with them. You should socialize them. They should experience, even when they're little, Nate is like, no, we're going to be home until they're like three years old. Well, that's my question. Is what age are we talking about? Because I don't think you should be taking a two-week-old baby on a hike. No, but six months, sure, put it in a backpack. Maybe, call in. We don't have kids. We don't know what is a, a good age to start getting active with them. I have a lot of friends who hike with two months, three, four okay. months old babies. Because my feeling is Nate's like, well, no, the fun's got to stop. We have kids. Let's just say even at a year. Right. Nate's talking three years old. Let's say at a year, the kid doesn't want to sit at home. The kid wants to go run around and crawl around mm-hmm. and go be stimulated by other things outside of the living room. Yeah. So for the kid's sake, go and have some family fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We're team Stasha. On yeah. This for sure. like he was he like you can travel with kids. That's fine. Like, yes, again, it's probably not the easiest, but. It's not impossible, and you should travel with kids if you can. Yeah, get them used to it younger. Yeah. And yeah, have them eat their veggies. So then the conversation turns to Nate in the home and how he doesn't feel very comfortable, feels a little vulnerable, because it's not really their home, it's Stasha's home. And I loved when Stasha said, is there anything I can do to make you feel more comfortable? Because that was that's a great question. It's it's progress. It's a step in the right mm-hmm. direction to say, I get it. I could see why you would feel uncomfortable. What could I do? And they just says, would there ever be a point you would want to kick me out? And Sasha says, no, I told you that. And he says, well, well, what if things get bad and we decide to end it? Where do I go? I'd be homeless. Or just rent an apartment. Just rent Plus, apartment. doesn't he have like a 500 friends and a dad? Right. If you have to go somewhere for a few weeks, meaning. <laughs> but let's say, let's say they ended up getting a house together and things went south. Yeah. Is he saying he'd kick Stasha out? Because you're in the mm. same situation then. Yeah. Unless you always have two places, one person has to leave. So yeah. it's an irrational fear. He'll land on his feet somewhere else. I, he's creating problems to create problems. I think he is, yeah. I, I think the, this decision day is coming up and I think it's getting to him. The pressure's on. Yeah, and then we see the nest cam again More arguing cam. about the kids and the fun. It's like, shut up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, where are my tissues? Oh, my gosh. Can we like, skip this? Where are my tissues? Um, Justin and Alexis. More like Justin and Maya. He's... Okay, we all thought the dog 
was put to sleep or the dog escaped the kennel or something. The dog's been fine, I guess. Yeah. Maya's been fine. It's a cute dog. It is a sweet dog. Maya's been fine. And it turns out, I guess she can't stay there any longer or there's a better option. Justin's friend is going to take in Maya. Yes. So that she doesn't have to live in this kennel. Yeah. So Justin picks her up from the kennel and they go home and he's kind of like slow-mo, slow-mo playing with mm. her, which is very sad. Everything in slow-mo is very emotional. Uh, the whole, this whole segment was like a Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Mm-hmm. Like, in the arms of an angel. <laughs> like, what are you doing to me, Maya? Yeah. But then, uh, so Alexis left the apartment with her dog just so Justin can go in with Maya. <laughs> One more night. With, yeah. With Maya. Yeah. Um, and then we have Chris. So Chris is the friend that's taking Maya. And I, this is a good move because give the dog to Chris. Because mm-hmm. when your marriage inevitably fails, you'll be able to call up Chris and say, hey, can I have my dog back now? Yeah. Because if you give it to another family or leader, like you're not going to be able to get it back. Give it to your friend. Have your friend hold on to Maya because come decision day or very shortly thereafter, Maya's coming home. So here's the thing. Why didn't you wait one more week before giving Maya to Chris because of the decision day? Chris lives 17 hours away. A round trip, I think. Well, still, that's a long drive. It's a long drive. Right? Okay. Wait one more week. What's the thought process there? That he gave her away thinking, Oh, what oh, if they, what, they're yeah, going to gonna say, point. yes, this is it. This is forever. Is it forever? You argue all the time. Like, is she going to say yes? Are you going to say yes? Why would you send Maya on this long road such trip a good point. without knowing what's going to happen a week from now? Such a good point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Chris, he makes that trek. He shows up to get to get Maya. And I cannot get a read on Chris. He is either the sweetest man ever or a serial killer. I think he's just, he doesn't want to be on TV. This wasn't his plan. He's yeah. helping his pal. Uh-huh. He agreed to be on for a couple of minutes. I think he's very nervous. Because he wasn't at the wedding. Because this was the first time Alexis meets him. Oh, that's right. So maybe because it's too far away. Yeah. But I'm like, how close of friends are you if he wasn't even at your wedding? Yeah. But it, he lives far away. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's just nervous. But Maya got a nice BMW. I know. She's just going to live her best life. Yeah. Alexis was not thrilled to hear that Justin may go see Maya once a month, though. Which to me is like, all right, if you get to go out to the club every weekend... Yeah. Justin can go see his dog or for his sure. whatever stepdog now. I don't know what it is. Once a month, right? Usual dog. Right? Community dog. Community dog. So, okay, now they're alone. Chris has taken Maya. Oh, so sad. It was so sad. So but sad. Should we spoiler alert it? Did we already spoiler alert it? I just spo- spoiler alerted it to Missy. Right, hey, Missy. Hey, Missy. Um, <laughs> but she knew about it. She said she saw it on social media. Skip 20 seconds. Yeah. If you don't want to hear this spoiler, skip 20 seconds, 20 seconds, 20 seconds. Okay. Thank you to our friend for photographic evidence that Justin and Maya are reunited. And it feels so good. There was a photo of them walking together yeah. in San Diego. All right. That is the spoiler. And we're who back. Who knows what that means? All right. Who knows? We're back. Um, all right. We're so, back. So Alexis, Justin, they're alone. And 
Justin is clearly emotional because he has just parted ways with Maya. And Alexis is trying to like talk him down, saying, oh, Maya's in good hands with Chris. Don't worry. That's all fine. Like, say that. But also apologize because... Yes, it was Maya's fault a little bit that she ended up in this situation. She bit a dog. It wasn't good. It's also a little bit of your fault, Alexis. I think it's also a little bit of your fault because Mm -hmm. you made him give Maya away. I'm pretty sure. He wasn't -hmm. wasn't just like, you know what? I'm done with her. You put the pressure on. So I'm not saying that that was the wrong move, but just apologize. I'm I'm sorry it had to be this way. As opposed to just like, it's all good. She's good. She'll be fine. Chris has a BMW. Just apologize. Also, I'm sure they could have hired a trainer that would help them yeah. make the dogs tolerate each other. Like they, yes, they get upset. Right, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't do it right. They didn't do the introduction right. Let's begin with that. But yeah, I mean. It's been, the, Maya was at the kennel for a couple of weeks. I think any, yeah. any dog trainer worth their salt would say, oh, it takes more than that yeah. to see a real permanent change in behavior and so yeah hire a dog trainer get in there and try to work it out before yeah. you give up yeah uh, that was the dumbest thing ever poor maya i mean got a bmw but <laughs> poor um, maya yeah the dog is like what the fuck is going on you're giving me away bark marion so what yeah. i don't know i tried to make a bmw dog <laughs> pun <laughs> it was rough um so justin's like i hope i hope this shows you my sacrifice and my commitment and Alexis can't even just chill out there. She has to go, okay, I don't want you to always hold this over me. Don't always throw this in my face. Which I get it because that's, he's going to be holding it, throwing it in her face for a while. But it was ultimately his decision to give her away. But don't say preemptively, Hey, I don't want you throwing this in my face. Wait till he throws it in your face and then go, hey, that's not fair. Don't do that. Well, he You're- just did, but no, he, think Alexis no, he did. That's saying, I hope this shows you my commitment. It's not throwing anything in anyone's face. True. Okay, or holding okay. it over their head. Holding it over their head's like, I gave my dog away. You can't even stop. You can't even stop going to the club. That's. Well, that's the thing. I think this argument is literally going to come any minute because they're going to argue over something and Justin's going to. Say that. And it's honestly, it's true. Yeah, he did give Maya away for her to show his commitment. It was wrong. I still think that he shouldn't have done that. He should have waited. He should have kept Maya in San Diego. They should have tried to work it out, both of them, with the dogs, right? Poor Maya. But I'm I'm sure the second that she does something that he doesn't appreciate, he would be like, I gave up my dog for you. And you're probably right. But just in this moment when Justin is clearly so emotional, he just said goodbye to his dog. You don't need to say, all right, I don't need you to hold this over my head right now. Like, let it be. Yeah, they're so bad for each other that I hope they say no. And then Justin gets Maya back and dude, just live with Maya. There are, okay, there's maybe one couple, but there's no couples this season that should say yes, except maybe Nate and Stasha. Other than that, there's no couples. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's too early to talk about it. We did the predictions, right? But I think maybe one or two couples will say yes on D-Day, but they won't last. I think you're right. I just think no couples should say. Yeah. 
Sure. Okay. Then we get a little bit of a workout. We have Alexis and Stasha working out, Nate and Justin working out separately. And Alexis and Stasha, they're just kind of talking a little bit about Nate moving into Stasha's place and how he's coming in and trying to change things up. And Alexis is like, well, have you thought about compromise? And Stasha's like, nah, we haven't gotten to compromise just yet <laughs> um, because it's, it's my space. And Nate's just living there is basically what she says. Mm-hmm. But then they move to some wine and it gets a little juicier because Alexis tells Stasha, how Justin asked for confirmation if Alexis was going to say yes on decision day. And to her, it seems like, well, Justin's just going to make his decision based off what I say. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say one way or the other. Right. Well, didn't she say 90%? I think that was later when, oh, okay. when okay. they get together with Kristen and Mitch. But right now she's like, I'm not telling Justin because I think he's going to change his answer based on what my answer is. Because I think he he probably will. He doesn't want to yeah. he doesn't want to get hurt or embarrassed mm-hmm. on national TV. So if he gets wind that she's gonna say no, well now I'm gonna say no. I don't even think embarrassed. I just don't think he would even want to go there to get his heartbroken mm, life right. if she's gonna say no. You know what's really interesting? And I think I pointed it out before, but I'll reiterate it now because it's just proof. He hasn't cried since they've banged. Did he True. cry when his when he when Maya went away, well, he was a little emotional. He was emotional, he but like, cry. yeah. Since he banged, it was all he was so backed up. Um, so th- maybe it was his sperm before. Oh, that's disgusting. So then, <laughs> <laughs> Alexis brings up kids, and is like, "We need to figure things out before we have kids. Before it's too late. Because if you have kids, well, then, then what do we do?" And she goes, "I don't know if I can tolerate Justin." for the rest of my life. And she catches herself saying that word tolerate. And she goes, I tolerate. I shouldn't even be using that word tolerate. Yeah. So she's already at a point seven weeks in where she's tolerating. She's going to say no. Yeah. She never liked them. She tried. She played along for a little bit. Yeah. From day one, I said, there's no way. Mm -hmm. And if she's going to say yes, she's, it's going to be for a little bit. (sighs) Yeah, so then Nate and Justin, they were working out. Well, Nate was working out. <laughs> Nate was working out. And Justin's telling Nate how things were going well until this afternoon when I felt like I needed some affirmation. So I texted Alexis and I asked, I asked, tell me, are you certain you're going to say yes on decision day? And she couldn't even say it. Even after I gave my dog away, she couldn't well, say Well, that's it. the issue. And Nate doesn't like Alexis. Because he's like, yes, she's immature and a liar. Well, there's alliances. All the guys are team guy. All the girls are team girl. Yeah. But, yeah, he thinks that she's leading Justin on and he doesn't deserve it. Which, I mean, I don't think she's leading him on. I think Uh, she's doing the process. I don't think she's leading him on. I I don't think she's being as honest with how much she dislikes him. Yes, but again, they're on TV and I think she's still like, you know what? Whatever it is, I'm still going to try until the end. Yeah. And Justin comes out and says, right now it's a 90% no. It's because of this whole thing with Maya. He loves Maya more than he loves Alexis. Because Alexis doesn't love him. Yeah. Maya, yeah. Maya loved him. Yes. All right. We have one more group hang. Again, Justin and Alexis and Mitch and Kristen. And apparently they're BFFs. I guess, yeah. I did not see that. I didn't see it either. 
But, but they're having margaritas. They're playing ping pong at the apartment. Whiskey sours. Oh, I just wrote margaritas. <laughs> How do you know it was whiskey sours? I think Kristen was making whiskey sours. Look at you. <laughs> if it comes to alcohol, I can count on you to Please. keep an eye on it. Please. So Kristen tells everyone, hey, Mitch had to go to this conference and just got back from the retreat. And Mitch is like, yeah, Kristen, she was always on my mind. I couldn't stop thinking about her, but I, I was super wrapped up in work and all these social events. And it comes out that he wasn't wearing his old ring. Mm-hmm. Alexis is like, WTF. Yeah. And Mitch is like, oh, she, uh, Kristen threw me under the bus, but he's fine with that. And he said, I just, there was my CEO and everyone. And I just didn't want to get in the middle of this, which I get it. He, cause it's not like, oh, I got married. It's like, I got married on TV. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see how things are before I vent. But I had a ring on. My cock ring. Hello. Jesus. God. Mitch, what are we doing here? Jeez. I guess the, his whiskey sour was a double. And it kind of switched and Justin's talking about Maya. And Mitch asked a question. And this is what I get confused, right? So did Alexis says she's 90% yes and 10% no? Yes. Which wouldn't be good enough for Justin. Alexis says... Told him ninety percent in, but that ten percent—that's what's weighing on him. I'm not—I'm not a hundred percent, and the ten percent is what's killing him. And then Mitch says, "Well, I have a question. Isn't ninety percent good enough for you?" And he says, "It's not." And Alexa says, "You want me to be a hundred percent because you gave your dog away, not because I love you." And yeah. Justin says, "Well, that was a sacrifice, so I want affirmation." Yeah, that's also wrong. Like. It, sh- it should have nothing to do with the dog. You either uh, you either love the man or or want to pursue love with the man or you don't. But here's the thing. If you loved the man, you would not let him give up his dog. You would try to find a way to make it work. I'm telling you. Maybe. Maybe. It, but Kristen goes, as someone who isn't sure herself, if it was 90% for me, it'd be hard to say yes. I get it. This is why percentages but are so... But she said it's 90% for her. If it was... No, if Mitch was 90% into her, uh, it'd be hard for her to... I think. Oh, or maybe she's saying if I was only well, 90% sure, it'd be hard for me to well, say yes. Well, Mitch said he's not sure if he can be married and ride his e-bike and surf all <laughs> at the same time. It's like... Mitch, none of these people are ready for marriage. No, none of them thought of it. And it's like, on one hand, I get it. Like, Mitch's been... Single his whole life, pretty much, right? Yeah. Of course, it's an adjustment. But going into this, you must have known or expected it that things are going to change. Yeah. It's... Or I'm not saying like fully changed, but there are going to change. You'll be sharing your life with someone else who also have things they like to do. And then you'll need to compromise. Compromise. That's the word. That's, That's the word so that no one's pre- no one is prepared to compromise any of these couples. Stasha can't compromise with her house. Nate, or yeah, Nate and Stasha with the house. Mitch Just, and his environmentalism. There's no compromise there. <laughs> Lindy and Miguel. What's the compromise? They can't even agree on anything. Yeah, the, the compromise is the the thing that is breaking people left and right here. Yeah, yeah. and then the fact that he's like, yeah, I don't know if I can be married and. But I had my e-bike and surf. It's like, <laughs> why not, dude? Yeah, I think I don't know if he was joking, but uh, yeah. It, well, I think he was joking, but if you look at a bigger picture, 
He was thinking about it, th- meaning, can I blend my right. old and new lives? You absolutely can, but you need to, not just you blend your life with Kristen, she needs to blend hers with you, and you need to allow her to be herself too. Yeah. So if she uses a paper towel or has a plastic cup from, from Starbucks, don't divorce her on the spot. Compromise. Exactly. All right, that's the episode. We'll end with compromise. What an episode. Sorry again for the delay, folks. Yeah, let's blame it on the uh, airport. Yeah, we'll blame it on the airport. Yeah. It is what it is. We did it, though. We, we got to talk it. about it. We finally got to talk today, which was yeah. a beautiful thing. It's just one day delay. It's not that bad. Not, not too bad. And now we can go have a drink and relax and enjoy our Friday. So thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We'll keep you up to date on everything over there. Message us. It's a good time at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Check out the Patreon. The Single Life is up there. There's bonuses up there. We did Love is Blind after the author. There's a Halloween spooktacular coming. Yes. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. No bad time to join. Thank you again for the reviews. We love those reviews. And last but not least, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hard as all the swell dogs on this episode. (laughs) So many swell dogs. All right. I've definitely said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. I've barked it all. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.